Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable. And save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. All right, welcome to the show, Fifth Street Soccer, here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM 211, Dan Patrick Sports. I'm not Dan Patrick. I'm Nick Eber, along with my co-host, who is also not Dan Patrick. He is Kartik Krishnaya, and it's great to be with you today. Kartik, big stories. Of course, tomorrow we have an England-Norway semi-final, pardon me, quarterfinal in the Women's World Cup. But there are some troubles brewing with the uh, NWSL, the Women's professional league here in the United States, and at the same time, equal troubles are brewing at Soccer House, the head of U.S. soccer in Chicago. Lots to talk about today, Kartik. Yeah, there's always lots to talk about in terms of the governance in this country and the way leagues are operated in this country. There have been a lot of internal issues within NWSL in the last year. Uh, Insiders, women's soccer insiders have described the league as a, quote, mess to me, uh, both publicly and privately. And then in terms of U.S. soccer, I guess nothing surprises us. Uh, there is a culture of um, intimidation and a culture of um, required or forced conformity in American soccer in general. And I think what you've got uh, going on at Soccer House, what's been reported now by the New York Times, what we've seen in reviews on Glassdoor, uh, Nick, is a reflection of what many of us have felt have been happening just by word that's filtered out, that it's a very controlling, small management elite of the game in this country. Well, we're going to talk um, about terrible employers, actually. Yeah, well, we're going to talk about this in detail uh, today on the show. If you've got something to say, we would love to hear from you, 800-878-7529, 800-878-PLAY. Uh, we would also uh, love your participation. We're on Twitter, at 5th Street Sports, 5TH Street Sports, all one word. Uh, we are on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash 5th Street Sports Talk. By the way, big hello to our men and women in uniform around the world listening. On the American Forces Network, we love chatting with you each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. And if you're listening on one of our digital platforms, whether it's iHeartRadio or TuneIn or the award-winning SiriusXM app, we welcome you to the show. Those are the topics tonight. England-Norway, NWSL, problems at Soccer House. That's what we're going to talk about here. Fist Street Soccer, stay with us. We have to step aside, take a quick break, and we'll be right back.
I've recently discovered the powerful health benefits of CBD oil. I have been using New Leaf Natural CBD oil for some time now, and I love it. CBD oil is non-intoxicating, which makes it ideal for people like me. I want the health benefits of cannabinoids, but I don't smoke weed. I never will smoke weed. Mind-altering effects I do not need. CBD is non-toxic, has potent pain relieving, and is anti-inflammatory with its properties as well. And that's why the brand I trust the most is New Leaf Naturals. New Leaf Naturals is the highest quality CBD oil on the market, 100% organic, highly concentrated, no additives, grown in the U.S. The only ingredient is hemp. It is pure and simple. Go to NewLeafNaturals.com. That's N-U-LeafNaturals.com. Save 30% and receive free shipping in the U.S. when you use the promo code RICK. That's right, RICK. Go to NULeafNaturals.com. Promo code RICK. What's in store this week at Staples? Savings, boxed up and ready to move. If you're on the move, make sure your first stop is Staples. Because right now, when you spend $50 or more on moving supplies at Staples, you save $10. Staples has everything to get you from here to there, like boxes, bubble roll, and packing tape. So before you go anywhere, stop at Staples for big savings on moving supplies. Staples. Where there's a whole lot in store. And 629.19. In store only. Exclusion supply. See associate for details. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003-800-485-6003-800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. At Indeed, we understand that when it comes to hiring, it's important to have a large talent pool to choose from. But sometimes too many good options can be overwhelming. That's why Indeed doesn't just give you access to a large pool of job seekers. We also offer screener tools that let you instantly narrow down your search. Hone in on hiring with Indeed. Experience Indeed for yourself today and get a free sponsored job upgrade on your first posting at Indeed.com slash promo. Terms and conditions apply. Soccer here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Sirius XM 211. Nick and Kartik with you. Well, the Women's World Cup uh, is uh, reaching uh, the really exciting phase. Actually, it's been a pretty exciting tournament, Kartik, uh, all along. But tomorrow we've got Norway, England in the first of the quarterfinal matchups. Uh, you were telling me earlier that there was some issues at the England camp with some fitness problems. Yeah, Steph Houghton, who was, of course, the captain of both Manchester City and uh, England in, in, in uh interest of full disclosure, probably my favorite women's player in the game in terms of just being a player. There are off the field reasons. I like some of the U S women better, but, um, 
she's injured. You, you, I think everybody remembers the cynical tackle at the end of the Cameroon match. Um, she is a doubt um, for um, for the match tomorrow, and that would be a massive blow for England if she can't go. As well, uh, Millie Bright, her uh, central defensive partner, has a bug, a sickness bug, which may keep her out. Uh, Gary Neville, uh, I just did what you did. You got the yeah, wrong but, Neville sister but, again. Yeah, yeah. Phil Neville, uh, the manager of, of England, Gary Neville's brother, said that there was a bug going through the camp a little bit, quote, to the BBC. But um, he doesn't anticipate any other uh, problems. Uh, Houghton is the only player besides Lucy Bronze, the right back, who's the best right back in the world, and Jill Scott to have started each of the matches for England, each of the uh, four previous matches. He, as we've talked about before, Neville likes to rotate his squad. So uh, this could create a problem. Still, England, I believe, entered this match probably as the odds maker's favorites. And well, will give us the odds, I'm sure. Funny you should mention that, Kartik. It's amazing how these things happen. Uh, it's the uncanny, uncanny ability I have to read your mind. Let's talk about the odds for tomorrow's quarterfinal match. Uh, Norway are plus 260, uh, and the England and England are minus 110. That puts England as, you know, pretty substantial favorites. The draw in regulation is uh, plus 240, uh, so the odds maker's not really thinking it's likely to go to the regulation draw. But I still think without Ada Hegeberg, the Norwegian team these you know just just haven't really I mean look they lost to France they had to beat Australia in a penalty win and you know Australia despite having you know a couple of great players didn't convince me this tournament so I'm not sure yeah. quite you know if Norway can handle England and I, I do predict England are going to go through and at minus 110 there may be it may be a good little value bet for you Yeah I and and I think um, you know, you, you, you look at um, the, the way uh, this tournament ha- has, uh, ha- has evolved. The knockout stage, we thought, and I made the mistake. Now, it turns out most of our predictions were correct, Nick. But I made the mistake of saying, you know what? The round of 16 is pretty straightforward. The quarterfinals is, are when we're really going to have some uh, tough calls. Well, as it turns out, even though we got most of those predictions right in the round of 16, a lot of those matches were more competitive uh, than we may have thought. Well, in actually, Kartik, Kartik, if I can give you some credit, uh, I got one of them wrong because I said it was going to be Australia-England. It is, in fact, Norway-England. But I have to say, Kartik, you got every single one of these matches right, so I congratulate you for your soothsaying ability. <laughs> Thank you. Sometimes, uh, uh, what's the old expression? Sometimes a, a blind uh, squirrel finds an acorn every now and then. Um, re- reality is, though, that uh, a lot of these matches were more competitive than we thought they would. So the underdogs in these matchups coming up, uh, which are certainly uh, Norway and uh, Sweden against Germany, uh, those two uh, matches, I think, have clear underdogs. The other two matches have uh, probably more balance, even though I'm, I'm guessing the U.S. is favored. Um, and in the Italy-Netherlands game, the Netherlands are probably favored. Um, but I think uh, those there might be some real value if, if you want to uh, take a shot at it on uh, those underdogs. Well, let's, uh, should we look at them? Uh, because uh, I do have all the odds here, and we'll be talking about this in more detail. But uh, the U.S., uh, you know, again... The, the uh, difference between the French and the U.S. women is very close to the difference between the Norwegian women and the English women. Very close. 260, uh, plus 260 for Norway, minus 110 for England. France is plus 235. England's plus 130. So that's interesting right there. We can talk about that one. But 
in Italy, Holland, Italy are plus 260, the Dutch are plus 118. The one that really interests me, though, Kartik, where I think there's a real value bet is Germany, Sweden. Now, I mention this because, you know, Germany have sort of cruised through to the quarterfinals here without too much of a worry. They haven't conceded a goal the entire tournament. It's very possible, very possible, they could be the dark horse if they are, in fact, the real deal. Now, they obviously beat Nigeria in the round of 16, and I think we can question who was in the, who was in the German group. That was a B, right? Right. Uh, so who, was, else, uh, who, who else was B uh, with them? I forget China. now. Yeah, China and Spain and someone else. I can't remember the other two. Yeah, so they beat China. They beat Spain. I'm not sure that they've really been tested. Now, the Swedes, on the other hand, were in the group um, were in the group with the United States. Uh, they beat Thailand 5-0. They lost a 2-0 match to the United States. And, and I thought, it was it 2-0 they lost? I think it was, right? Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't think they look great, but listen to this. The Swedish team is plus 420, Kartik. Yeah. That's a ridiculous underdog. I mean, it's a ridiculous yeah. underdog. A $100 bet gets you 420 bucks if they win. It's four and a half to one, basically. Um, that's a good value, Kartik. I would probably place that bet, even though the likely bet is that Germany wins. You can't say no to that, because this, these Swedes are entirely capable of, of, of beating Germany, unless you think that they've really been struggling, uh, struggling to flat. Uh, Struggling to what's 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 the word? Uh, I to flatter to deceive. Yeah, flatter, flatter to, to deceive. deceive. Thank you. you know, well, so, so Nick, I think the issue here is that they have um, a generational shift in players, Sweden, and, and the thinking is they're not as strong as they've been in previous tournaments. But the, the, the Sweden Germany rivalry is a big rivalry in. in uh, women's football and Sweden has uh, these two teams met in the the final the last major tournament which was the Olympics Summer Olympics in in Rio with Germany winning but uh, they were very close at that point uh, now uh, the thinking is that Sweden has tailed off and Germany is still at a very high level but we'll see look here's another issue the last two women's World Cups, Germany has come in as the co-favorite with the United States. In fact, I would say in 2011, they were the favorite. 2015, they were co-favorites with the United States. They have underwhelmed in the knockout stages of both of those tournaments. And maybe they have one of those clankers coming. And that clanker could be um, in this game against uh, Sweden. Well, would it be any surprise? I mean, we saw that in the men's World Cup. Maybe it's time for them to have a little, a little bit of an unfortunate moment in the women's. Yeah. I but mean, it, 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 it could be the case. And German football, uh, I, this is an ironic thing because when the men's uh, team doesn't do well, uh, German football, or at least the German uh, football publications, are all all in on the women this summer after what happened to the men last summer. Interestingly enough, uh, I actually thought, though, the Swedish team really were lucky to get by Canada. Uh, now, the Canadian team is no slouch. Let's, let's not forget. I mean, that's a decent team. But I thought they were very, very lucky to get that 1-0 result. Uh, yeah, and why didn't Christy Sinclair? I, I was just talking about this actually today with uh, Miami FC player Harrison Heath, who's the son of uh, uh, you know the great Everton and uh, uh, Stoke, uh, well, great Everton player and Stoke player uh, Adrian Heath, who's uh, married to uh, former Canadian national teamer Kaylin Kyle. Um, and and Harrison and I were just still scratching our heads, uh, not understanding why you have one of the best players in the history of women's football 
and she, and she doesn't take the penalty, and you have a newcomer who's never played in a major tournament before take that penalty. Uh, and then they didn't yeah. get a penalty at the end. Now, VAR didn't look at that, review that. Well, I thought VAR should have reviewed it because it was certainly a uh, – looked to me like a handball, but I think the whistle had already, already blown. All right, you're listening to Fifth Street Soccer with Nick Gieber and Kartik Krishnaya. Uh, there are lots of topics to talk about. We're obviously talking about the Women's World Cup. We will get to, when we come back after the break, the problems going on with both the Women's Professional League, which potentially is at a very important crossroads, and U.S. Soccer, who resides at Soccer House in Chicago, a scathing article in the New York Times, absolutely lambasting the work environment and talking about the very low morale of the rank and file at U.S. Soccer. Let's talk about that and what that means for the future. 800-878-7529, play Find us on Twitter, at Fifth Street Sports. You'll find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Fifth Street Sports Talk. All right. I'm Nick. He's Kartik. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back after this. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Attention business owners, now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for the business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. Being a new parent means every high and low you can imagine. But Evos can make it all easier with a baby monitor you can trust. Go to myevos.com. That's M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com to see how Evos can be the eyes and ears of your nursery. Evos works with your smartphone to provide a live audio and HD video connection to your baby anytime and anywhere. On a date, at work, away on business, even serving your country overseas... 
Evos helps you never miss a moment. Whether your baby is with a sitter, your partner, a grandparent, or a friend, you'll be right there too. And with unique features like smart alerts that know the difference between a barking dog and your baby crying, extensive sleep tracking data, and state-of-the-art security features for your peace of mind, Evos is the smart baby monitor for connected parents. And enter the code SPORTS at checkout for $20 off. That's myevos.com. M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com. song is uh, you've probably been in the dark ages for a thousand years of course i remember when that song came out but that is money 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 from abba and what more appropriate song uh, to bring into our discussion of u.s soccer and the turmoil at u.s soccer house welcome back for street soccer nikki bakartik krishnaya with you uh, kartik a scathing article new york new york times quoting a lot of current and former u.s soccer employees saying essentially this work environment sucks there's nepotism up the yin yang Dan Flynn and uh, um, uh, and Jay Berhalter, uh, uh, basically, they're they're having a search for a new CEO after Dan Flynn will retire. It seems that they are tr- doing everything they can to justify Jay Berhalter getting the job. Uh, it sounds like uh, almost a Trump organization. Yeah, I, I actually thought you were playing uh, that music for me because I saw Mamma Mia at the uh, playhouse where the Democratic debate is going on currently. So I thought uh, that was that was about my uh, past experience. But yeah, uh, Trumpian, Nixonian, you know, in fact, I have a journalist uh, friend who will remain nameless. He's someone that uh, you and I both know who's covered U.S. soccer for a long time uh, that describes Soccer House as a Nixon or U.S. soccer as a Nixonian organization to me. Interesting. And yeah, and, and, and said that it's, it's you know, if you if you want to uh, go back and, and watch all the president's man or, or, or the post now, uh, the Spielberg movie that came out last year with Tom Hanks and Meryl Streep and see how Nixon handles the media. That's how U.S. soccer that, that that's their kind of general attitude towards things. And it is a closed shop. It is a place where um, people are plainly identified as enemies and there is very little free and open discussion about um the situation in terms of uh the sort of reforms that are needed what goes on internally the governance structure etc 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 we've had conversations about this on the show before right now on top of all of that nick we're learning there is a very um polluted poisonous toxic uh work culture inside the walls at soccer house so all of those other critiques we made about governance about everything else that's wrong with the game of this country the elitism the the the, the conflicts of interest etc the nepotism uh that goes on the cronyism now we're learning that it's even an unhappy place to work that um, the employees who sometimes are carrying out those very Nixonian uh, um, 
orders to try and gag everybody and gag conversation and not have open and, and free discussion about this stuff are, in fact, themselves not being treated properly on the job. Interestingly enough, I mean, one of the things that I'm sort of one of the flavors that I'm getting from U.S. soccer is the same flavor I get from Major League Soccer, which is it's our way or the highway. You will, if with Major League Soccer, it's you will consume and enjoy the game the way you want you to. And with U.S. Soccer, it's you will fall in line and do things as we say. And yes. one of the things that I learned a long time ago, Kartik, from all my years in the corporate sector and then you know, having my own companies, or largely in broadcasting, but still having my own companies and having people, is that when you mature, Kartik, you recognize that you don't have all of the answers. No matter how Correct. experienced you are, no matter how many miles and years you have under your belt in a certain field, and I'm 54 years old now, it doesn't matter what your track record. There is always somebody that has a different opinion, a different idea, a different approach. And if you take a step back and look at what they're saying, and you're not so set in your own ways and your own vision that you can never change, oftentimes these are very good ideas. I get the impression that U.S. soccer and Major League Soccer have no interest in hearing from anybody other than themselves that they would be most happy if they could be uh, in a star chamber of sorts, just being able to willy-nilly, without any justification, without any backup, without any consensus, make whatever decisions they want, and then pass those decisions down for implementation. And honestly, Kartik, that is kind of how it works now. Yeah, and, and let's uh, take it a step further with that. So... Um, I think part of this is then they get, you, you know, you talked about, the, the, I've talked about the Nixonian angle. You, you let off talking about Trump. Here's the Trumpian angle of it. They then, when there's any sort of um, idea of, of reform or, hey, we can do it this way or we can do it that way, which is different than what we're doing. And, and right now we're failing, right, in this sport. Um, the answer is, uh, oh, it can't be done that way in this country. We're exceptional. We're different. This is America. Don't give us those ideas. Then if you have a foreign accent or if you're South American or, you know, you, know, you have a British accent, you know, you're from Brazil, then you know, they, they play in very subtle ways the nativist card on you. So um, and I don't think it was quite this way 10, 15 years ago. There was a very open uh, thing. This country is a melting pot. Uh, the feeling was that football is the world's game and, and you're getting ideas about how to make U.S. Uh, soccer as strong as it can be from people who know football from all over the globe. Now it's this very exceptional thought. Well, this is the United States and we have to run things this way. Otherwise, soccer will disappear and everybody will go out of business and uh, and it'll be like the dark ages all over again. No one will no one will know what the sport is, etc. They give you these apocalyptic um, scenarios if you suggest anything that takes them outside their comfort zone. It is a very close shop, Nick. It is very, uh, you said Trumpian, I said Nixonian, you know, more or less the same thing, right? Very nativist and very, very insular in their thinking. And very defensive as well. I mean, the, you know, yes. they, they, oh, they yeah. strike, I mean, the, the whole idea that U.S. soccer, you know, was prepared to go to court with the women right before the World Cup, I mean, is just a, another <laughs> example of, uh, you know, just absolutely, a, a, absolute stupidity. But it really is, 
a situation where the business and sports business elites that got together in 1994 when the World Cup was coming to the United States and before when the bid was being made, that got behind the league, feel the league and the sport is theirs. Everybody else is just a spectator. And that is the primary difference, Kartik, between soccer in the United States and soccer in most other parts of the world. In England, for example, uh, let's look at Manchester United. One of the great things about United, um, the great one of the great... Uh, issues going on with United right now with their supporters is they don't like the Glazers' ownership because they feel they've got too much into debt and this, that, and the other. They feel that that is their club, Kartik. Yeah. The Liverpool fans. Oh, yeah, Fenway Sports Group might own Liverpool, but they're just leasing it from the fans. That is the fans' club. In most parts of the world, the club is the belongs to the fans, whether the actual ownership of it is the fans or not. Major League Soccer, U.S. Soccer... I don't really think they give a rat's behind about the fans. I think they're happy to have the American Outlaws. I think the MLS teams are happy to have their supporters group provided uh, provided that they um, uh, fall in line and do exactly as they say. But I, I don't think the fans have any leverage over either the national team or the club teams in this country. I think they are just people whose wallets like to get tapped by both U.S. soccer and Major League Soccer. And ultimately, what the fans want, Kartik, doesn't matter. Oh, of course what the fans want doesn't matter. I mean, what they have done is that they have progressively raised ticket prices over the course of the last three or four years. There's a great column in The, um, in the Guardian by Tom Dart uh, not long ago, which talked about how France charged less uh, for qualifiers for their men's team, the world champions, you know, won the World Cup last year, that the U.S. charges for meaningless friendlies yeah. to watch their men's team. I, I mean, it, it's crazy. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. It, it, is, it, is, it is shocking. And so there's no accountability. Major League Soccer is not accountable to anyone except themselves. Okay? That's it. Their investors, their shareholders, those are the only people to whom they're accountable. U.S. Soccer, who should be accountable to the U.S. soccer-loving public, is accountable to no one but themselves and their own star chamber that they sit behind locked doors and make rules and regulations and uh, promote people from within and don't look from without and don't look for fresh ideas. Uh, you know, it is another organization that doesn't give a rat's behind about the fans. Couldn't care less whether they ha the only thing they care about is that the fans show up to pay the inflated ticket prices at their games so they can pay their large salaries. Right, and then they can also uh, siphon the money off. Let's say it's a women's national team game. Uh, they can siphon that money off and put it in Soccer United Marketing. So, in fact, the women, the world champions, are subsidizing a men's professional league that uh, is doing, is, you know, as you described, right, MLS. And well, Soccer not United even doing Marketing. nothing, Kartik, but is actually continuing to play uh, throughout the, women, the women's World Cup and, <laughs> and, and, and the Gold Cup and Copa America. Yeah, I, I think they took uh, the first 10 days of the Women's World Cup off. I think that was her quote break. Um, uh, but then they, they resumed play, right? And, and, and as soon as the, uh, I mean, as soon as the group stage was over, I think they resumed play. Um, but yeah, we, 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 we can get back to this after the break. But there was a, there's a lot more to this. All right, when we come back, we'll continue the discussion. Look, we're not naysayers. We're not negative. We just tell it like it is because... Quite frankly, neither Kartik nor I care if we ever get another invitation to the press box and 
one of the cheap sandwiches they give you there for free. Uh, I don't care. I think it's more important to tell you guys the truth, to show you the corruption and the rot, so that you can understand why we are where we are here in the United States with the sport that we all love. All right, Fifth Street Soccer, and Nick and Kartik with you. I think we're like the Washington Post, okay, of soccer journalism. Uh, we'll be right back after this. New Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline is engineered with four levels of defense against gunk, wear, corrosion, and friction. It's sort of like having ninjas protect your engine. That helps keep your engine running like new. New Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. It's fuel for thought in engines that continuously use Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. What's in store for your business this week at Staples? Your promotion to CIO, Chief Ink Officer. Now at Staples, when you buy one ink cartridge for your HP OfficeJet Pro printer, you get a second 30% off. With savings that big, you'll be the president of printing. At Staples, where there's a whole lot in store. And online with free overnight delivery on HP Inc. at staples.com. And 629. Restrictions apply. Free delivery excludes holidays and weekends. Order by 5 p.m. See store or staples.com slash HPBOGO for details. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Do you have a problem hearing the television? Do you need to crank up the volume so loud your family is screaming at you? Then put on your TV ears. TV ears has helped millions of people just like you hear TV loud and clear without cranking up the volume. For about 60 bucks with a 30-day free trial, you can get your own set of TV ears. When you wear TV ears, you can mute the TV volume for private listening or let others watch TV with you. Order in the next 10 minutes and take us up on our 30-day home trial and very special price. TV Ears is a brand hearing professionals have trusted for more than 20 years. And through this special radio offer, you can get your very own for just $60. Just mention promo code RADIO. So put on your TV ears and make everyone happy. 800-984-4207. 800-984-4207. That's 800-984-4207. All right, welcome back. Fifth Street Soccer, Nikki Bacartic, Krish and I with you. Find us on Twitter, by the way, at Fifth Street Sports. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. We're talking about a lot of controversial topics. We're talking about the problems at Soccer House in Chicago, the home of U.S. soccer. And we're not talking about 
uh, problems with the structure, although it is an ancient brownstone. God knows there probably are some problems with the structure. But besides from that, we're talking about the organizational issues. And Kartik, we uh, alluded earlier on in the show to some serious issues with the Women's League, the NWSL, which given the fact that we are now uh, into the quarterfinals of the Women's World Cup and the U.S. team dominating, so it would seem again, uh, what are some of these problems and what are the ramifications of them? Yeah, um, first, before that, I just want to mention, Nick, uh, before we got cut off in the last segment, that uh, U.S. soccer should be accountable to the U.S. Uh, Olympic Committee. That is uh, technically governs them or is technically uh, the umbrella organization, but they themselves have been beset with a lot of problems, as you know. Uh, Hope Solo uh, who isn't always my favorite person, but she, you know, she, she went to court, and it turned out um, U.S. soccer had um, not treated her uh, had not had not uh, used its own governance and petition and uh, appeals process properly in uh, the case of Hope Solo. And uh, so sometimes you just have to go to court to get them to be accountable. Um, so with NWSL, this goes back to U.S. soccer and their their um, their situation. They su- currently subsidize um, U.S. women's national team players that are in the league, the Canadian national federation subsidizes the canadian national team players in the league outside of that the maximum salary for players is forty-eight thousand a year so you have a situation now where um sam kerr has been one of the standout players of this world cup as she was as she's been in every international tournament for australia recently she plays in nwsl it appears like chelsea is um potentially willing to offer her 10 times the money she makes an nwsl there's nothing nwsl can do about it the 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 money isn't there uh you have you have several teams that are are struggling in the league then you have some teams like portland that are spend that have the ability to spend tons of money draw seventeen thousand fans a game um the portland thorns 15 to seventeen thousand. while whereas uh, Sky Blue, Red Stars, those types of clubs. Washington, they draw like 2,000 a game. Um, there is some serious doubt, Nick, whether the league um, can continue once they start losing those players, those those core non-U.S. national team players. And then with the likes of the Sam Kerrs uh, no longer in this league, would the U.S. women's national team players want to stay in the league where – uh, competitively, it is clearly inferior to the top leagues in Europe to uh, uh, and and not have the ability to play in Champions League. Now, uh, you could argue there are only three or four really standout teams in England. There are only three or four really standout teams in France, uh, maybe five or six in Germany, but they all meet in Champions League. Much like uh, men's football, that has become the elite women's club football competition. It isn't any of these individual leagues. It's the UEFA Women's Champions League. And how long will U.S. women's national team players want to not be in that? We saw Carly Lloyd go over to Man City uh, f- uh, and play in the Champions League semifinal a couple of years ago. But then she came back to NWSL after. Um, we saw Kristen Press go over to Europe for half a season, then come back to NWSL. But will those players be willing to stay in NWSL unless the salaries are significantly increased to where the rest of the league is making the kind of money where you can attract top international stars? Right now, Nick, it, feel, it seems like they won't be able to, and there might be a mass exodus, which could, 
and I don't want to sound too apocalyptic or just condemn people for doing that in the last segment, may lead to a collapse of the league. Well, it's fascinating, Kartik, because in, in many respects, we have to look and point the finger of blame to Major League Soccer right here. And I'll tell you why. Yeah. Because in the, other part, in the other parts of the world where these women's leagues are now starting to become very successful, these clubs that now have the ability to offer half a million dollars or a million dollars in salary to these female players, they are the female side of a male club that has a large economic base that makes a lot of money. And look, honestly, a lot of these are lost leaders for the clubs. They're happy yeah. to do it because they want to appeal to not just some of the families of their supporters, but all of them. They think women's soccer is a high-growth market and has and bodes well for the future. All of that is true. But because Major League Soccer, as we were talking about earlier, is so insular, Kartik, it, it builds walls around it and does things its way and only its way, it had no interest in partnering with uh, women's professional teams and if you remember in the early days of Major League Soccer, I mean, and they still do have a salary cap, Kartik. I mean, you know, they're not paying, other than a few designated players that come in, they're not paying that sort of big money at all. Again, part of it is chicken and egg. There's no big TV contract to, pu to pump money into the teams because the teams aren't that good globally and don't have the biggest stars at the peak of their game. So it's a chicken or egg problem. But at some point, Kartik, someone has to stand up with a checkbook and say, you know, I believe in the future of this. I believe this is an investment worth making. No, but this is absolutely right. Okay, so let's get to the to the uh, basic premise of this. The um, MLS um, franchise—they're not even called franchise. The MLS uh, uh, teams that are part of a single entity model are um, are, are are kind of parts of a, a larger league that is an entertainment um, business, right? Right. Okay. Now the clubs in Europe that have started women's um, women's teams and they are loss leaders for some of them. I know Man Manchester city is spending uh, is losing millions of dollars or millions of pounds on their women's club, but they see it as a high growth market. As you said, they see it as a way of appealing to the rest of their fan base. And they think in, a, in 10, 15 years, it's going to really pay dividends. Um, they are football clubs, Nick. So a logical extension of an independent football club, which has a, a, a senior men's side, a reserve men's side, and a youth academy for men, is to establish the same infrastructure for women because they are clubs. Now, in the United States, at the top division, we don't have clubs. We have um, a uh, single entity model, which is a men's soccer entertainment business with uh, highly regulated, um, um, you know, a desire for parity, a desire for insularity. So the idea of having a women's team attached to a men's team, now Portland has done it, and Orlando has done it to their credit. But the reality is all 20, however many MLS teams there are now, I can't even keep track, should all have women's uh, teams that are doing similar things for, uh, and particularly when you consider this country, the women have been further ahead of the men, that are doing similar things for their women that come through their academies, et cetera, and then the senior pro team as they do for their men. Um, but that's not the mentality in Major League Soccer. So, uh, Nick, I think you've nailed the head on this. I think a lot of this has to do with MLS's obstinance, MLS's peculiarities, and MLS's desire to be completely different and only look after themselves. And they have, in U.S. soccer, a willing body um, rife with uh, conflicts of interest.
Well, and I, yeah, and that's the problem. Yeah. Well, look, I, I think MLS is happy to say, look, if, you, if we go back to what we talked about earlier on in the show, MLS is happy to say we are comfortable with having mediocrity as our football. We are happy to have the level of mediocrity as the skill level on our teams. Why? Because this is all you have here in America, and you will enjoy this. And I tell you, we are telling you this is really good soccer. And because we're telling it to you, it's the truth. They don't feel the need to participate in the global market. They don't feel the need to participate on the global calendar. Uh, So they are going to do soccer, as Frank Sinatra says, their way. And to hell with everybody else. It's their way because that's all you get because they have the monopoly. And if anybody else wants to start a Division One league here with promotion and relegation and all these other things about it, they are going to do everything they can to block it from happening. Yeah, and, and um, this is this is really it here. They are in a, in the in kind of the media business also. Well, we know that through Soccer United marketing, but also through creating narratives and creating themes that they um, they 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 kind of thrive on soccer fans that are newbies and, and uh, don't know what the world game looks like. And they're told this is a great product. This is some sort of great show. And then they have people who parrot that out in public. Now, what has happened in the last 10 years, 10 to 15 years, and it really started with uh, the programs you, you did, Nick, uh, both on Fox football phone in and, and, and uh, world soccer daily. We now have a window to the entire world. We know how English football looks. We know how German football looks. We know how Spanish football looks. And it's not its not anything. It's like they're not even playing the same sport as Major League Soccer half the time, right? So yeah. that, that sort of line and that propaganda that worked for the first uh, decade MLS was in business no longer works. And uh, more and more American fans are just t- turning it off, to be quite frank with you. They're enjoying this Women's World Cup because they're not – being uh, propagandized to by MLS, and they're seeing a product that they they enjoy. They they like uh, watching European football because it's a product they enjoy. Um, that's going to also happen with European women's football and the European Champions League once that's on television in the United States. MLS, the more exposure we have to to the international game, both men's and women's, and to the game in Europe and the club game in Europe. Uh, the less MLS is successful in terms of uh, getting core football fans. Now, every time they expand and they get 200 million or 150 million, they bring in some new fans for a few years. And in the market, they expand to. They're generally just poaching teams from NASL and USL. You know, established lower division teams. That's how they do it. But um, eventually, this cycle is going to run dry for them. Interesting, Kostik. By the way, you alluded to uh, watching Women's Champions League on TV. Are you aware of any any of the networks uh, acquiring the rights to that? No, although the the view has been in the kind of soccer media world that after this Women's World Cup, there will be uh, a, uh, a high demand for that. Um, you know, it was unfortunate. There was a time I told you Carly Lloyd was playing for Manchester City, and I, I had to uh, rely on uh, – on highlight clips to see see her in that semifinal against Leon, which they lost, by the way. Leon went on to win the Champions League. Um, but there there is going to be a demand for that. Now, um, the the final of the Champions League this year, though, I should say, uh, was put on Bleacher Report Live for free. So um, 
but the entire tournament is kind of what we want to see in the way the men's tournament is covered. Maybe not as um, not every game on air. Oh, come on, I want start. Steve Nash talking about women's football. Nothing, I, nothing can excite me more than that. The chipmunk himself. But apparently Turner does have the rights because, like I said, they showed the the Leon Barcelona final on uh, on Bleacher Report Live. So uh, maybe we'll see a game or two on TNT next uh, year. Now, if they are on TNT. You know, maybe it's best it's not on <laughs> on TNT. I yeah. hate to say that, but oh. maybe it's better to just find some dodgy illegal stream. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, don't talk about that. All right, well, no, those are some of the big issues going on right now. I mean, there is there is going to be no resolution to a lot of this. So a lot of this is just going to have to play out. And as you heard when I had Tony Miola on the show yesterday, I mean, you know, he takes a long-term view for the U.S. men to 2026. And I want to just put that same issue a play here in play here you know when we talk about any of these issues changes at u.s soccer changes in major league soccer you have to take a long-term view because nothing is happening overnight the vested interests are so heavily uh satisfied with the status quo that they have very little motivation to change all right you're listening to fistry soccer nick Gieber and kartik krishna with you we're talking about difficult subjects folks I hope you're staying with us here. Very, very important if you're a fan of the beautiful game here in the United States because this is our soccer. This isn't English soccer. It isn't French, German, (laughs) Italian. This is the way we play the game here. And as Don Garber and Carlos Cadero say, you will enjoy it the way we want you to. All right, we've got to go to break. When we come back, we'll wrap it all up. Fifth Street Soccer, Nick and Kartik. Be right back. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? Car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. 
If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. All right, welcome back. Just a few minutes left on the show. Fifth Street Soccer, by the way, we're with you each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, on Sirius XM 211, Dan Patrick Sports. All right, this is the part of the show where we get Kartik's final thought. Let's call it the moment of Kartikian theory. Uh, Kartik, sum it all up for us. The U.S. women who will play on Friday are a bright spot and something we can all rally around in a blighted world of U.S. soccer, which uh, took another ugly turn with that New York Times report by Andrew Doss and all the Glassdoor reports that uh, our friends Chris Kessel and Daniel, Dan Workman uh, they did the initial research. They did the initial legwork to find that out and put that out on Twitter. It is a sad, sorry time in the sport in this country. Thank goodness for our women's national team. They're the only thing we have really going for us. Yeah, and the men who are struggling to beat Panama in the Gold Cup. <laughs> um, but who knows? They probably will. But, you know, it is, uh, it is funny that the eyes of the world, the eyes of the country are here on the women although they're playing in France, of course, uh, and their success as they drive on. All right, we'll be back on the air with you tomorrow. We'll be talking about the results of this, uh, of tomorrow's uh, quarterfinal match between England and Norway. We'll be giving you a preview of France-USA, uh, which is coming up on Friday, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. That is the Friday yes. match. Uh, and we'll talk, all, uh, talk about it all right here on Fifth Street Soccer on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network, Sirius XM iHeart, TuneIn, uh, the SiriusXM app. Quite frankly, we're everywhere. You can just uh, lick your finger, stick it out the window. And if you, take a, if you take a coat hanger and hold it above your head, lick your finger, stick it out the window, you can get us just through the ether as well because we're everywhere you want to be. All right, Nick and Kartik with you. We'll be back with you tomorrow. Hope you have a great night. Enjoy the football. We'll speak to you tomorrow. Cheers. Hi, this is Ron Barr. If you like insightful, interesting sports talk and interviews with the biggest names in sports, then join us for Sports Byline USA, coming up next on the Worldwide Sports Byline USA Network.